1: tell you what to do, what to think and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use
0: you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle,
2: you are men.
1: Welcome everybody, this is Room Tone, the radio show we talk movies because we love it right here. We're going to dive in the mind of our guests right after these extremely juicy horns from the soundtrack of Oceans 12 by David Holmes. Everybody, Enjoy. Body, so juicy right there. Yeah. That's the soundtrack of Ocean's Twelve. Let's get right into it, man. Uh, we have an extremely sparkling episode ahead. Let me introduce to the to to you guys uh, these two very bright minds, very young, hungry minds uh, that live here in Vancouver and just give a lot to the community, you know, just give a lot back to the community, and we're talking about producer, actor, and co-founder of My Tribe Productions, Rowan Jang, and co-founder of the Vancouver Art Community, Alejandro Chavaria. How are you guys doing?
0: Really good. Great to be back.
1: Awesome. Here we are. Here here we are, uh, CITR 101.9 FM, uh, broadcast from Ancira Masculum Land. And talking movies with the amazing, wow, and this soundtrack is pumping it in. How are you guys feeling today?
0: Really good, yeah. This is a good morning to do it on, beautiful day.
1: Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Hale, how are you feeling? I am so happy to be here, this is super exciting. Yeah, here we are, just celebrating the community now, just to give a little bit of perspective to the people out there, you know. What's your role in the community? What's your role in the community?
0: Um, Well, I'm the co-founder of My Tribe Productions. We're a local independent production company that produce our own projects, but we also do services and give back to the Vancouver indie film scene through table read workshops. We do a grant, and uh,
2: we have an annual party where the community can come together and network. That's awesome. And how about you, Ale? Uh, I started the Vancouver art community with uh, my co-founder, Ian Cart and together we host events, help artists get exposure, and
1: try to support the community in any way possible. Wonderful, the two of you guys, look at this cheese, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's get right into it. So. Why Vancouver? Why you guys chose, or why why are you guys here in Vancouver, and not anywhere else? What's going on right here?
0: Well, for me, the answer is pretty simple. I am part of an endangered species. I'm an original Vancouverite. I was born and raised here in Vancouver. My family's lived here for several generations. So to me, this will always be home. And uh, this is home is where the heart is, as they say. Mm. And there's such a big film scene here. And uh, I fell in love with film and uh, keeping the base here for my tribe just feels right. And uh, it feels like I can give back to the city and
2: the film community that has given me so much.
1: Mm -hmm. So tasty right there. Home is a key word right there. Mm -hmm. Ale, where is your home?
2: Definitely Vancouver. My heart is here in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. I was born in Mexico, but raised here and I I wouldn't. Want to be anywhere else,
1: honestly. This place is beautiful. Wonderful. So beautiful. Appreciating uh, the flow here in BC. Uh, well, you guys have such a strong uh, impact in the community, supporting and helping uh, be- pretty much artists, filmmakers out there. Uh, what's your take? Where do you see Vancouver going from now on?
0: Um, I see it growing. I mean, there's, for film, there's such a big uh, network presence here in terms of uh, there's large U.S. network shows or major American studios that produce their films here. And uh, it's a very uh, lucrative place for them to do that. And there's lots of uh, really talented Vancouver artists, uh, whether actors or people in crew positions, we have a great stunt team here there's fantastic uh, Canadian talent here that they can employ but I also see our independent film continuing to grow and to strengthen, there's organizations like Raindance Vancouver, the Crazy Eights mm-hmm. that, that just contribute, Celluloid Social Clubs, another wonderful one that just contributes so much to the independent film scene here. And there's so many talented filmmakers doing their own things, playing by their own rules and producing really incredible work that uh, should so be much seen. So much, so much opportunity here. Opportunity. So uh, I see it. I see the same thing over the next 10 years for Vancouver, but more. I see it continuing to grow. Wonderful.
1: That's why we love Vancouver over here. Uh, Ale, why don't you tell us a little bit more? I'm so curious to hear from you about the Vancouver art community. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that it's
2: so decentralized. Everyone's scattered. It's hard to bring people together. And so I'm trying to create a platform where a model can find a photographer. A photographer can find an actor. An actor can find an artist like a painter whatever mm-hmm. and i want to get these collaborations going i want to be able to bring people together so that they can create just continue creating mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it is whatever it is they want to create i want to, i want to help foster that. That's i want to, so i want special. To, yeah yeah.
1: Amazing, man. You should look at the eyes of these two gentlemen over here, which are tied by a very, very, very strong flow here. Because mm. these are uh, two people who have a lot to say to this world and have the skills to do it. Mm. And uh, there is something that I want to celebrate here today as we are on air. Because what's happening here is that we uh, are about to approach and we're about to basically embrace two different events or mm. two big different uh Yeah, I would call them major events and celebrations of the craft, especially for My Tribe uh, Productions with the Short Film Fund.
0: Yes. Okay, so the Short Film Fund, our idea was we wanted to, uh, with My Tribe, produce our own original projects and give back to the community. We wanted to be a production company and an organization that provided services. So the idea for the Short Film Fund is that each year we will fund a new independent short film, $2,000, and we will help them co-produce it, so provide assistance in anything they need, casting, finding locations, uh, crew positions, uh, anything they need, post-production services, and then we'd help them through the production process to deliver to them a film that is then theirs to distribute however they want, film festivals, online, self-distribution, whatever their needs are, and we had a pitching process to find the script that spoke to us the most that we'd be funding and we'd be co-producing and after several months of searching we have now arrived at our short film and uh current title is a changing of the mind it's written by rob jacobson and it's produced in collaboration with cave puppet films and my tribe productions and we're super excited to finally have our film and our direction forward for the summer
1: that's wonderful that's the juice of community work right there yeah. mm, how, how, how about this idea? how did it come out? what was the, the the birth of this idea? How did it appear in your mind so um, yeah, yeah uh, go so uh, I
0: think the um, how did it come into our minds well uh, my business partner Henry Corbett, is a writer and uh producer, so he uh, he has his own projects we're working on. I've been on the show before talking about Gator Greg, our animated series, and that's also going well, and we have a feature film that uh, is in very early pre-development, but we wanted to produce a project every single year, and uh, we wanted to also be serving the community as well, and we took inspiration from a lot of wonderful organizations that are doing the same kind of work um crazy eights was a big inspiration Mm -hmm. uh paul armstrong is a wonderful guy he helped us uh set up the anza club as a a space where my tribe hosts some of our events like our table reading series yeah you actually have to
1: talk about that too because table reading series i've been there such a beautiful vibrant uh event such a nice place to be for writers actors directors whoever has a story to explore and to write uh, yeah. And uh, is that, uh, you know, Rowan leads the mm-hmm. script reading table. Uh, working. When is it yeah. actually happening, the next time?
0: Uh, the next one is on June 19th uh, at 7.30 p.m. And it's the third Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. at the Anza Club. We are reading the feature film uh, Like a Thief in the Night, written by Kyle DiDorco. And... Um, Every month, it's a new original script. It's either a feature film or a TV pilot. And then uh, I cast it from the amazing pool of incredibly talented actors that I know and then we get together and we read it, and then we give each other feedback. It's an opportunity for writers to hear their work read aloud for the first time by actors, and maybe they'll find the
2: perfect actor so it's for their project. A live performance, really? Yeah, it's a live performance. Oh, pretty amazing. much. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And wow. it's uh, we, they've been growing pretty steadily. We've done every, we've done one every single month so far this year, and we hope to continue doing that all the way through to I'm super November. Super excited to mm-hmm, go. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We'll We'd love to have then. you there. And awesome. Alejandro,
1: I know that you're a very active member of the community as well, and you got events going on as well. Well, our next event will be on the 22nd
2: and 23rd. It's a two-day event, and we're doing a wall-to-wall mural jam. And so what that means is we're going to convert a studio into an immersive art experience. Wow. Can you talk a little bit more about that? It's so interesting right there. Mm. Well, we just want to give the artists complete creative freedom and let them convert this room into however they see it and uh, just let the audience sort of become part of the piece as they make the murals all over the room. Oh, well, that sounds amazing. It's Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. I yeah. can't wait to see how it works. Yeah. As soon as you
0: get artists into a room and just, just let, let them the, explore, let the sparks fly right? and you have no idea what you're going to come up with, but you know, it'll be fantastic. Oh, I
2: know. Once you can bring two artists together, it's good to just step back and, watch what they create because it's just beautiful to watch.
1: Yeah, and this is not the first event either. I've actually joined uh, the previous event. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that as well? Such a great opportunity for artists of all types out there to just expose their work and reach out.
2: Well, what do you mean?
1: Like
2: Equivocal? Yeah, Equivocal. Oh, okay. So yeah, we hosted a show May 10th um, this past May 10th uh, called Equivocal and we received quite a few submissions. We chose we curated it and chose six artists and honestly, I, was, I couldn't be happier with the outcome. It was
1: amazing. Um, Such an intimate environment to make it uh, to make it possible for artists to share their mm-hmm. their art, to share their hearts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And having the chance to connect with the artists there face to face themselves.
2: And- yes, I, I I thought that was. It's, I think it's important to have the artists there and let people interact so you can sort of get a glimpse into what their thought process is into who they are exactly. and how that informed their work exactly yeah. and you can sort of connect who they are to their work yeah it's, just, it's very interesting
1: yeah Mm-hmm. Awesome. so to the two of you guys is there an artistic background that defines you and makes you who you are a part that is maybe disconnected to filmmaking
0: um Disconnected to filmmaking, for me, it was acting, and specifically theater acting. Live performance Mm. was how I uh, fell in love with the arts first in uh, about grade four. I I started doing school plays and uh, I loved them because I was I was a terrible student in school. I, there we go. <laughs> a, a, yeah, A D D. Like I couldn't pay attention. To I resonate anything. with that a lot. That. Tr- <laughs> <Yeah>. Troublemaker, the <laughs> class clown. Yeah, I I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't the best student, but when uh, theater class came on, I just came alive, and that was. Uh,
2: well, that wasn't even school for you. That was just that you was expressing just yourself. That exactly. was
0: that was play, and it was learning. Yeah. It was, yeah. So that was how I fell in love with it, and then. I started doing live shows uh, regularly. I give tours of Gastown. That's another job I do. Mm. So always live, doing live shows. Um, oh, yeah. And
1: that's in character, too, right? That's
0: in character, yeah. The yeah. Lost Souls of Gastown. Yeah, Town. a that was, piece.
1: That was very funny. I have a really good story about oh, this. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I wasn't... Uh, I just... Uh, Rowan came last year on, uh, on the radio show to talk about my tribe and the great work that they've been doing so far. And what happened is I just uh, I think just a couple of weeks afterwards I just yeah. saw him walking in such a with such pathos down the streets of Gastown <laughs> you know with the hat and you know yeah. the stick and everything lantern yeah. and, and you know he was supposed to be a ghost to let people through the through Gastown right yeah. and I saw him I was like oh man how's it gonna turn and I hugged <laughs> Good him and, and everybody from the from the tour they just turned around they just they just saw me hugging this yeah. ghost yeah. apparently you know and, yeah. uh, and he but he kept the character he kept walking and I said oh what's going on right there, you know, <laughs> and it's such an interesting, yeah. so interesting, you should see really Rowan, yeah. how Rowan ranges, you know, and
0: it's, well, so, it, so it was incredible. a great moment, the audience appreciated it, they resonated, <laughs> it didn't take them out of it at all, they thought okay. it was hilarious, and it was, uh, yeah, one of the best shows I've had in a, in a long
2: time.
1: Ale, how about your artistic background? Well, I've always
2: appreciated the arts, I love minimalism, and love, uh, just love it all, but what happened is I went to Vancouver Film School and then that sort of sparked something and then just kept going. And now here we are. Yeah. Here we
1: are talking, talking art, talking movies, talking, mm-hmm. talking beauty. The, this is the beauty of life. Mm-hmm. The yeah. art is the beauty of life. It, it is. You know, in yeah. such ugly times, the true protest is beauty. You yes. Know? Absolutely. so we have it's to true. we have to start for the that true beauty. protest is beauty I yeah, love that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. where did you get that from uh, it's uh, <laughs> living in the down, you know uh, staying and connecting with the community of the downtown itself for so long oh yeah you just, V6A you put the pieces together and uh, it's yeah. so wonderful there's so much in there people don't know people are, I don't know I don't know how to call it but don't be lazy mm. go seek the truth you know yeah. Yeah. don't, for don't sure. go for don't go for fame money love. No. truth yeah. that's what matters the truth and yeah, uh, yeah the downtown side has that. So if you're Absolutely. a hungry mind, a keen explorer, both of the world and the mind, just go to downtown side, and you will never be let down. But having that said, we're gonna have to take a break, and we have a little surprise after yes. the break. And uh, this is actually the soundtrack of Oceans uh, 12. We'll tell you a little bit later why we actually chose this soundtrack. Such a powerful soundtrack by David Holmes. So everybody, enjoy. This is Rubens Inn. What do you got against Terry Benedict? What do you have against him? That's a question.
0: He torpedoed my casino. Muscled me out. Now he's gonna blow it up next month to make way for some gaudy monstrosity. Don't think I don't see what you're doing. What are we doing, Ruben? you're gonna steal from Terry Benedict, you better goddamn know. This sort of thing used to be civilized. You'd hit a guy, he'd whack you, done. But with
1: Benedict,
0: at the end of this, you better not know you're involved, not know your names, or think you're dead, because he'll kill you, and then he'll go to work
3: on you. That's why we have to be very careful, very precise, mm, well-funded. Yeah. You gotta be nuts, too. And you're gonna need a crew as nuts as you are.
0: Who do you got in mind?
1: That soundtrack. So uh, right now, the first thing I got to say is, Rowan, why don't you take us through it? Okay. What's the surprise?
0: All right. So our special surprise for today is we have phoning in now the uh, script that we chose, the writer of A Changing of the Mind, Rob Jacobson. Now, the short film fun process was agonizing. We had, I think, 44 pitches sent to us all together a lot of pitches and it was a a hard process Um, there were so many really good talented writers directors actors who we interviewed but uh, I think ultimately we can say we confidently arrived at the right choice I mean this guy we first read his feature film uh, Nineveh at one of our table read workshops and I knew right away this guy had something special and then uh, his concept for a short film was just so in line with what my tribe's doing, and we just uh, loved his energy as mm-hmm. well. Launch it, launch it, launch it. I want so, to hear the voice of this man. Rob Jacobson.
3: <laughs> introduce yourself, man. Oh, hi. How you guys doing?
1: Oh, man, we're feeling Great
3: super thing. good over here. How about you over there? I- I'm doing all right. I'm just hanging out in my, uh, in my apartment right now. It's a beautiful day outside. It looks
1: All like. right, we're going to turn that all right in amazing. Is that okay? Is that okay? Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, and
3: where you come from, Rob? Ah, sure, yeah. Um, I grew up in Alberta. Um, that was where I, I spent most of my formative years doing that. Uh, Growing up amongst cowboys and oil and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And uh, I was a theater kid for a really long time. My dad was actually my drama teacher in high school.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, which was kind of so
2: cool you and
3: awkward <laughs> at the same time. Uh <laughs> and uh, and after theater school and some stuff like that, I I turned to writing, and I uh, I spent a lot of time doing that, and then I I started a little film company with a buddy of mine back in Alberta. We did a few shorts that were uh, looking back on them really 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 bad, <laughs> and, and they were just a really great learning process for us to understand the world of filmmaking and and, and whatnot. And um, over the next few years, we just we got better, and and I I sort of developed some skills behind the camera and and then also started working more in front of the camera, doing some more acting again uh and then just this last year uh we decided to make the jump out to to vancouver yeah and here you are you here i am
1: you know uh, the community here is growing fast and we're going to do amazing things together as a community and uh, one representation one proof one proof that community is growing and we have active members is the short film fund from my tribe productions here with rowan what's your plan where do you see it going
3: where do I see like the film going?
1: Yeah, where do you see the whole process? It's a journey, right? The whole um, journey, yeah, um,
3: yeah. The whole journey. I mean, this is this is really great. This is a, a pretty unique opportunity, I think, for for filmmakers in this kind of community because m- the vast majority of the stuff I've done in the past has been you know that like I just got friends together, we grabbed a camera, and we filmed something as best we could because we had no money. So even having just this little this little bit of money to to put together to to pay some people and to you know, put a little bit, uh, behind it. And then also jumping in and having the community that, that my tribe's already built up is just, it's going to be, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited to, uh, to do with this, this whole process.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you come out with. It's,
3: yeah, is yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alejandro's got <laughs> eyes all over the place. Extremely <laughs> curious. Yeah, yeah, I love it, I love yeah. it, I love it. This all, um, You know, the people uh, the people here in Vancouver, they're here for a reason, you know. This is a place that flows. The energy flows super quickly here. So yeah. the people who love and like and enjoy staying here, they definitely are part of this, this vibrant flow. Mm. And uh, you yeah. never know. You turn around the corner, and you can meet someone that can give you an insight on something or open a door for you. Life is the art just of meeting. Just like
2: that, you just so quick out of nowhere. That's, That's true. Yeah. So yeah. quick, yeah.
1: and and so such a small city. Even the mm-hmm. way I met Alejandro was so interesting. You know, like uh, oh yeah, th- th- I was bussing tables and you were dishwashing. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> was, so, was amazing. You know, like the first the first job uh, when I came here to Vancouver was actually dishwashing, and uh, I remember he was uh, bussing tables and he would come and you know like and just leave. The the dishes there, right? And then sometimes we would spark the conversation, and I, I noticed this sort of entrepreneur, you know, this sort of I could understand there was something more to it, you yeah. know. And uh, here I we saw are, it with you too, like yeah. two years later, yeah. and uh, just talking movies and talking art because yeah. we love it. Yeah. Movies is love is art. Movies, it is, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. And the question Definitely. is, what is not art? Actually, everything I've can been be an art. i am asking
2: myself that too. Where do you draw
3: the line?
1: Yeah, what's your definition of of art, Rob?
3: My definition of art. Oh, man. Uh, it can be so, so wide ranging. I think if anybody's expressing themselves in any kind of creative way, that's art. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you resonate Absolutely. with that, Rowan?
0: Absolutely. Oh, I wow. think if anyone has uh, a story to tell that they simply must tell through any medium, then that's art. And. Uh, Life, you could say, is the art of storytelling. Everyone has their own story, where they're from. Everyone writes their own story. Everyone writes their own story, whether you're from Alberta or Mexico or born and raised here in Vancouver. You've got uh, a story to tell and how you choose Mm -hmm. to tell that literally or figuratively or through film or through painting, through any medium, that is art and everyone can be an artist I think
1: yeah and so many mediums uh, just waiting for us around the corner like Mm -hmm. VR is is growing up and that's already here you know imagine as we're talking E3 is happening you know Mm -hmm. video games related event so many new releases and so much juice out of those conferences man like wow Do, do you guys all play video games? No,
2: actually, I, I never got into
0: I it. I happen Not to really know right that now. you right now in the background are playing the soundtrack from Skyrim, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I recognize my video games. I love my video yeah. games. And Skyrim is the uh, my favorite video game of all time because I love the open world. I, yeah, of. I picked it up once. It's
2: actually it's so easy to get lost in that game. Yeah, oh my yeah God. you
0: have no idea where the time goes, which that can be the dangerous trap with them. But I think uh, <laughs> they are... They are a really good uh, form of storytelling uh, at their best because and, they,
2: interactive,
0: yeah. and interactive and interactive yeah, yeah. that's uh, the
1: key eh that's uh, that's probably where filmmaking is trying to go you know trying to put that interactivity in there you know that's yeah. the tricky yeah. part how making a movie interactive mm-hmm. you know probably that happens through writing mainly uh, or, you yeah. know or uh, VR yes VR is going to happen yeah. soon and technologically speaking that's going to be a great step do you, yeah. how do you feel about the making movies as interactive uh, performances rob you're a writer yourself so we got ears open yeah. over here
3: hmm. yeah uh, i mean i i've always kind of stayed away from that because i, I like the really traditional model of filmmaking just that's what appeals to me but i find it fascinating and i would love to see more of it done and i would i want to experience it more as a as, as a viewer as someone participating in it, and less as a creator i think mm-hmm. uh, just because it seems really exciting um I'm, I'm a little more boring into the way I like to write. I like the traditional style. Uh, well, you write but... it very well. Um, oh, no, thanks. And you're a very creative
0: <laughs> filmmaker, too. I was looking at the previous short film that Cave Puppet Films, your company, shot, and uh, uh, tell us about that you made your own dolly for,
3: for that. Oh, didn't yeah.
1: You? yeah. Oh, we got some DIY cheese yeah. over here, man. Let it yeah, out, man. Yeah, Let yeah. it out. Let it out.
3: Yeah, I... Uh, when we were talking about the the film look that we wanted for for the short film, we we really wanted to keep it very stable, um, avoid handheld as much as we could, but we couldn't afford to. We had we had no money, so um, we <laughs> we bought yeah we bought a bunch of PVC piping and um, so we we got an old pair of rollerblades from Valley Village or something, and uh, that was sort of the basis of it. I didn't actually do much of the building, but my DOP did. Did an awful lot of it, and he put together this really nice rig that we could put in a, a hockey bag, carry around, <laughs> and, and set it up wherever we needed to. And and it, we've used it on a few different shoots, and it, it you know works pretty well for being yeah. something that we you know kind of cobbled together hey,
1: a little yeah,
2: effort way. goes a long way
1: yeah you gotta yeah, be smart right cool. now you know independent filmmaking yeah. you gotta be smart you gotta adapt that's the key adaptability yeah. things are changing so quickly Good. by the time we speak boom it's already yeah. gone you know <laughs> so quickly that's what man. i love about
2: you guys you guys are so innovative when you're working
1: well like uh, the, the the beauty is that the um the communities they seek they seek the news mm-hmm. they seek the new thing what's the great new thing and the people who can really see further away and sometimes even guess it Mm. Sometimes you gotta have intuition and guess it. Those are the people that that actually uh, collide and make it happen yeah. in a way that nobody else does. You know, yeah. foreseeing. Is there something? Is there a moment in your life in which uh, you for you had foreseen something that then later happened? Is there some sort of moment where intuition really kicked in in your life?
0: Mm. You first. Alejandro. <laughs> uh, I think
1: uh, coming up with this,
2: like, I always had this idea in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, and one morning I just woke up and I knew Mm -hmm. and then that day it's been what maybe eight months since that day and here we are yeah similar for me I think uh starting
0: as an actor I had the the struggles of well how am I gonna make ends meet as a as an actor and uh one morning I had the uh eureka moment uh Mm. after shooting my tribe's first short film dark day and night that I that I didn't just want to be an actor uh, I want to uh, tell good stories. That's all I want to do. and I want to give back to the community. and so I was inspired to get into the producing side of things and start my own production company and start telling my own stories and also other people's stories. Mm. And uh, you know I, I think in life and I think I said this before the last time I was on the show, but I think in life the rule is give and you shall receive mm. whatever whatever That's you fair. want in life, give it give it to people and it'll come back to you.
1: Hmm. That's beautiful. I love you know. I-, I love these types of chats. You know, mm. like uh, the invisible is the only actual real thing that 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 is here probably. Mm-hmm. But what's your take on intuition, Rob? I want to hear from you.
3: On intuition. Yeah.
1: Have you had any oh. moment in which you had foreseen something and later happened? Or- well.
3: Yeah. I mean, kind of. I I, I I would always I was always a writer and an actor, mm-hmm. and um, I did some directing kind of just out of necessity because nobody else was around to do it. Then, <laughs> nice. Uh, and then it kind of just hit me, uh, probably a couple of years ago, that that I, I really loved actually doing some of that that directing, and I wanted to do it more and learn more about it. So, um, yeah, that I guess that was a moment for me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Intuition colors
2: our lives. Well, I've actually always. You might not know this, but I used to be an actor as well. And that's why I went to Vancouver Film School. I wanted to get into the back end and learn more about how to, you know, run these projects, how to make films and stuff. So, I might have deviated a little bit, but I still love it. You <laughs> yeah. know? This
1: is very funny because cool. the way I started, it was acting as well. and so that's probably acting, yeah. There you go. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like a theater and then uh, just a couple of little things. But yeah. then you realize because that's the first thing that you see, you know. Mm-hmm. You see the actors in the movie. So yeah, you project yeah. yourself into that. You right? don't realize how much is going on. You don't realize. Oh yeah. 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 The beauty of the engine behind. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it, just, uh, rah, it just captured us, you yeah. know. Yeah. Beautiful. So fa- so so fascinating, yeah. yeah. And uh, where do you guys see yourself in five years from now?
0: Um, where do I see myself five years from now? Uh, doing the same thing, but more. Mm. Uh, doing the exact same thing because I'm doing what I love now, and I, I never want to do anything it's like,
2: else. Yeah. It's like we're not even working.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. N- we're, we play for a living. It's it's really spectacular, and I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I just want to be in the same position, but. Uh, but doing more of it And uh, I was on the show Eight months ago And I said the same thing So so far so good That's so, awesome yeah. That's
1: says What do you see yourself In five years This is a great question I don't know For me my
2: passion Is connecting people And connecting with people So Nice I just want to get out there And see how many relationships I can bring together You know Just get Just get people working On their art that's just yeah. what I want I want to watch people succeed at what they do
1: mm-hmm that's so beautiful oh Rob what do you got to say after this man this is some beauty woo I'm here to, I'm <laughs> curious to hear because you as a writer and director yourself uh, you know uh, Vancouver is the right place but at the same time being so busy there are so many things happening Where do you see yourself in five years do you see yourself in Vancouver
3: yeah definitely um, when, when we moved out here this just this place it was the first city I'd moved to where I was like yeah I could stay here a long time um, it's, it really felt like a good place to, to stick around um, I, I mean, I, all, I'm kind of like Rowan I just want to keep, keep doing it um, as a writer I've got a you know, backlog of ideas and scripts and I would love to, to just see more of them come to fruition that would, that's my
2: that, that list is only going to get bigger
1: too, hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah you can say that oh man, you can say that for sure but that's the beauty of it, you know we can't just stick we can just stick to the usual, to the mm-hmm. usual patterns. We have to change, you know. That's mm-hmm. what makes life exciting, you know. Yeah. Just before getting in the in the booth, uh, Alejandro mentioned that uh, you know uh, problems are what make uh, what keeps it interesting, you know.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, those little problems they're they're not they're not bad. They give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to look at things differently, and
1: you know. They're, they're everything. They give you an opportunity, keyword right there. Yeah. Mm. A problem
2: is an opportunity. Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely. Mm, all right. Yeah. That's that's a great word. That's a great tagline right <laughs> there, man. Yeah, yeah. You got to write that down. Put it on your website or you Just stick <laughs> it, yeah, man, yeah, before yeah, someone go. else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. Yeah. It's true yeah. how past experiences shape you and and mm. bigger problems. And uh, from bigger to smaller problems, is there something that really shaped your life as a problem or as, a, as an event that really made you who you are not uh, on the artistic uh, aspect it might be related to artistic uh, inputs but probably something related to your life personally speaking oh
0: that is a tough one
1: if you guys are comfortable with it yeah yeah
0: no i'm just i'm having trouble thinking you know to be honest I, i don't know for me if there was one moment there wasn't a moment where i was like from henceforth i will devote my life to the arts and nothing else um it was just something i gradually found myself falling into and then just could not do anything else you know um there was just uh, uh there was probably a series of moments getting my first lead role in a school play that was probably mm-hmm. uh, a big moment uh graduating high school and deciding to make the choice to go to acting school Wonderful. that was probably a big moment and uh deciding to start my tribe that was probably a big moment but to me it wasn't one big moment it was a collection of little moments Mm -hmm. wonderful
1: Ale do you agree with that
2: I do completely
1: yeah I I don't know (laughs) (laughs) All right, and Rob I think Rob has got some interesting stories over here
3: I got some interesting stories I mean I I was always a creative person that's always the only thing I've ever really wanted to do with my life Uh, it was more like I had moments where I was like oh maybe I could work in an office Job for this month, that'd be okay. And then after like three weeks, that was like, yeah, happen. I need to be creative. Yeah, uh, for me, I just need to keep moving.
2: Mm-hmm. Once yeah. I get
1: stagnant, I
2: just—that's.
1: I think lose that's it. that's the rule of water. You know, we are water. If mm-hmm. water stands stagnant, that's what happens. We gotta be like river. We gotta flow, go to the sea, go to the clouds, and then go back to the river. That's how Ooh. it flows. That's that's our going. Yeah, it's a cycle. Yeah. Life is made of cycles. It's not beginning yeah. and end. It's just made of cycles. You know. Yeah. And uh, that's what makes it exciting again, you know? Definitely. Seeing the patterns of your life and how ma- things in your past, you know, affect you. And then they might even happen again, like patterns, they repeat. And uh, the patterns most beautiful repeat. thing. Yeah, yeah, they do. The most fascinating thing is this is from a book from Hillman. He said that uh, the, our greatest weakness in our childhood will actually get transformed into our strength mm. in mm. the future. I don't know if you guys yeah, that see that.
0: Juicy stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, being the class clown turned out to be a good thing being a bad student turned out to be a good thing for me in life because i found theater so
2: (laughs) yeah i uh do you agree with that i I do completely
1: (laughs) i'm a little lost for words right now (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting it's interesting Uh, rob uh, i want to hear from you man like from that uh, from uh, chilling over there i want to hear from you your stories (laughs) i know you got a lot to say right there
3: You want to hear about like my worst uh, uh, attribute as a child? Is that what you really want to hear? No, no. <laughs>
1: but, like, uh, if you got some, uh, some sorry about your past, because I think the past gives you the direction to project your future, right?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I was I was pretty lucky growing up that my parents were both really artistic people, um, and so they were. I was always on that path. But I mean, I, the last couple of years have been a really kind of crazy. Um, I went through a, a, just a lot of really wild. Um, stuff, big life changes, uh, you know, family members dying and, and, you know, relationships ending and lots of things like that and, and new relationships beginning. And, and all throughout that, just the couple of things that have really kept me grounded and kept me sane were, uh, the community around me mm. that was always, always there and, and the freedom to be able to express myself, uh, artistically in whatever form that was, um, dread any given moment those those things always they just kind of kept me alive um so i I, and that that's just reinforced that that's that's what i need that's that's what i need that's how i need to pursue my life is is in community and in creative uh sort of pursuing that creative passion
1: wonderful Yeah, yeah i
2: tell you when i pick up that camera like i'm a photographer i you just, just felt it. it I just <laughs> felt it just I felt was it. like yeah. this Whoop. is what I'm gonna do yeah awesome yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. wonderful yeah. well uh, it seems like we always go back to community you know yeah. so how to all of you guys how would you define community
0: mm. community is uh, is the the network of people who in your life who uh, you can rely on and to uh, and who you trust mm-hmm. they're like
2: they're they're, they're family Community is it's family. It's just a group of like-minded individuals. Yeah. I, I find it, I, I love the word community because it, it sort of gives you a sense of family, almost. You know, You're like yeah, people helping absolutely. each other grow. That's, mm-hmm.
3: growth, That's what I see. growth, growth,
1: and trust. Ooh, yeah. two other keywords. Rob, do you do you resonate with that? How do you feel about that?
3: Yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, um, I, I, I'm not sure about the like-minded part, just because a lot of the people in my community hmm, growing true. up are, are very different from me in the way they perceive a lot of the world but i would say like my community the people who share my story yes the who are sort of characters in my story and i'm character, a character in their story nice yeah That's
2: wonderful interesting
1: yeah wow you guys are full of wisdom mm-hmm. all right all right i say we just get to uh, the second break here at room tone the radio show and this is actually uh, again david uh, holmes and we have the soundtrack of oceans uh, 12 and we go back to community because this is this soundtrack, you know, it's a heist movie. It is all mm. about the people coming together. It's about the team. And it's Teamwork. about the team. Teamwork, yeah, yeah. family, yeah. All right. So, everybody, enjoy the soundtrack. Uh, I'll catch you right after in a second. Rob, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'll thank catch you. you real soon. And uh, enjoy the soundtrack. Planting the seed. Ciao, ciao. Soundtrack just grows wings out of me, eh? Look Beautiful. at that! <laughs> wow, I don't know what to say right there. So groovy. Uh, the um, the great, um, I would say the greatest, uh, the greatest thing of all this is that we get to celebrate not only our community but also the community of other filmmakers out there uh, who are out making other movies. I mean, these are great movies, of course, with music and and uh, but it all ties up, you know. I truly feel that it's something that happens here in Vancouver. It's going to affect something that happens maybe in other cities somehow. Mm -hmm.
2: Definitely. Well, that's part of my goal. I want to be able to expand. Right now, focusing on Vancouver, but who knows? Maybe I can do this in another city and Mm -hmm. just sort of help artists everywhere that's that's just the goal i just want mm-hmm. people creating what they love
1: wonderful okay so let's go to it this is uh, where we put some pepper on the cake <laughs> and uh, we have a uh, pepper on the cake yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we have uh usually towards the end of the episode before we wrap uh, this whole burrito up we have uh, <laughs> we give the guests the chance to do a one minute pitch they have one Why minute not? to pitch any idea or any sort of uh event anything they'd like to pitch to the community great and whenever you guys are ready i say we give it a shot who's all ready right. who's going first uh i'll go rowan is I'll going go. all right man i'm gonna pop this clock right now you ready? Okay,
0: ready ready let's go all right On the third Tuesday of every month at the ANZA Club, we have the monthly My Tribe Table Read Workshops. We take an original script, either feature film or TV. I cast it from the wonderful pool of talented actors I know. We get together and we read the whole script in its entirety and then actors give feedback to the writer. The writer gives feedback to the actors. It's an opportunity to grow our network within the Vancouver indie film scene and uh, help each other grow as artists and maybe the writer will find the perfect actor for their part. These works Shops are free to attend, and free snacks and drinks will always be provided.
1: Mmm, wow, you just cut the clock in half right there. Wow, wow. you yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. it happened. Well okay, okay. Uh, Alejandro, you want to give it a shot? You, yeah. uh, are you ready for it? All right, let's go. All right, all yeah. right, all right, all right. Uh, give me a second. Let me reset this bad boy right here. Okay, and let's give it a shot.
2: Cool. Well, I guess uh, I'm going to pitch the wall-to-wall mural jam. It's uh, going to be at 729 Gore Avenue. Um Saturday, June 22nd, from 6 p.m. till late, and then Sunday during the day from noon till the art is done. So, I strongly suggest you guys come. Come party. It's $10 at the door, $10 online. Um, follow us on the Vancouver Art Community Group page and Instagram. You can find all the information
1: there. And I just, I'd love to see you guys there. Awesome all right Splitting that clock in half I love it Boom. well after the pit uh, after the pitches the one minute pitches here room tone uh, our listeners know that we go to the Proust questionnaire Proust. Right. and he just wrote 35 questions down no mercy he just wrote 35 <laughs> we're just going to pick 5 because we okay. don't have the time to go we're just going to pick 5 randomly and we just go at it we just uh, right.
0: we just so go we're, for it so we're both answering the same one or are you going to ask us different ones what's going
1: to happen is I'm just going to ask a question and we're going to spark a conversation you know, alright like, uh, sounds great yeah it's just a just a pretty straightforward right way on. to just get to know each other a little more I and know. the first question is on what occasion do you lie what
2: occasion do I
0: like that's a tough uh, one right away yeah. to begin I mean come on yeah, I
1: ah, lying <laughs> <laughs> what is this lying oh, thing
0: you speak of oh, I mean come on I remember, I, remember I, <laughs> I remember this
1: I remember this I think I oh wow I've
0: got an answer to that one every time man.
1: yeah 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 I remember this one I remember this yeah. one last year. amazing I love that
2: answer man <laughs> I love that answer <laughs> yeah. you got asked this question eight months ago uh, yes I did yeah. oh my god
0: and my, <laughs> 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 and my answer amazing. is the same <laughs> The lying? Thing. What is this? What? Yeah, I've never told a lie. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Well, second question of the Bruce questionnaire. I don't like that question that much. Who is your hero of fiction?
0: Oh, good question. My hero of fiction.
2: Yeah.
1: Hero of
0: fiction. Oh.
2: I always liked the Green Lantern for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the Justice League cartoons were the best.
0: I <laughs> liked Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. I'm, a Star Star Wars Wars I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm a Star Wars guy. I I'm see a you Star there, Wars man. Guy through I see and through, it. and he is, in my view, the most noble character in all of Star Wars. Especially if you watch the animated series, which is a backdrop to the to the movies. You see how uh, selfless he really is, and how honorable, despite all the the pain he has endured. So uh, that's if I can emulate anyone
2: from fiction, good mm-hmm. old Obi Wan, the
0: awesome. way of the Jedi. Well done. Yeah. How about you, Ale?
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, I am going to have to go with uh the Green Lantern. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Right. The Green Lantern. All right. I, I all just right. loved them in the Justice League. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought he was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Third question on the Bruce questionnaire. All right. Who are your heroes in real life?
0: Um my heroes in real life. I think it was asked this one 8 months ago as well, and it, oh. it, it remains the same. Um it, it, I have many heroes. Um the 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 guy who gets up early in the morning to uh bring coffee to his his friends at work uh I, my my heroes are the pas on film sets who are really uncelebrated but they make the the real production flow um uh, my heroes are grips and sound people and uh, uh people in the props department you know the the unsung heroes who don't get enough uh enough and, That's the and uh,
2: yeah there's no one like the community like yeah. the people that are there to help you those like family, friends; those are the, yeah, they're the mm-hmm. heroes. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I really resonate with that. Shout out to the family out there, mm-hmm. parents and sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I shout love outs. you guys so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout Big outs. shout out. Fourth question of the Proust questionnaire: What, which historical figure do you most identify with? Mm. Historical figure that I most. I've identified. always thought
2: Napoleon was. Bit of a badass, yeah. Napoleon,
1: yeah.
0: Napoleon. Napoleon. All right, to I... me, yeah, yeah. I like Napoleon. To me, Nelson Mandela.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Wonderful. Nelson Mandela,
0: because his biography, Long Walk to Freedom, was one of the best books I ever read, and I, I really resonate with him. I mean, again, much like Obi Wan. <laughs> Um, staying noble in the face of adversity that most of us can never even begin to imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about how difficult it is to make a living as an artist in Vancouver. Mm. What, what Nelson went through was, was tougher than that. Oh, yeah. And, um, I think a little bit, a little bit. You, you can say um, that. And so I, I, uh, I resonate with him and I admire that kind of strength and fortitude and your commitment to following through with uh, your goals in life no matter what it takes.
1: I really resonate with that cuz that is sort of the same uh, the same laying bad that Socrates had, you know. Yeah, and how Socrates, Socrates yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he just yeah. committed to whatever he said. They just told him, "Hey man, like uh, we're going to have to take you down if you don't take your words back." And he yeah. said, "No, no, yeah. man." Well, cuz they were they were they knew it. They had that solidity. Mm-hmm. They understood. They they not only they embraced yeah. the dynamics of life they understood yeah. the how the f- everything would flow and the importance of the story yes the importance yeah. of the story story, yeah, we story keep, coming, so back to keep story. coming back to story yeah. family yeah. community yeah. a story, yeah. few
0: things that, that that just really are the most important things in yeah. life yeah. they are they are indeed yeah
1: everything is a story everything yeah. that has a birth and a death is a story on its own and mm-hmm. probably it is that makes it a piece of art maybe mm-hmm. w- yeah, w-
2: I, I would agree completely i honestly i see everything as art you know, that's that's where I lose it where I don't know where to draw the line like this building we're in right now. It's a piece of art. Yeah. The architecture here is amazing. The design, beautiful, the layout, the way everyone can interact, like just the steps out in front of us yeah. here. Everything yeah. here is like this building is a piece of art it in is, my mind. Yeah.
1: But yeah. architecture, beautiful art. art. Right? beautiful art yeah but everything that has a story of its own can have it can yeah. have it can, has something to offer you know mm-hmm. yeah and that and that shifts the definition of, of what a piece of art is maybe you know maybe. like yeah. and that could that could probably spark the the longest conversation you know in the whole <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you need to spin off uh, uh, let's moonwalk to the fifth question of the okay. questionnaire and this is a this is an interesting one how would you like to die oh <laughs> yeah that just asked that probably standing up for
2: something i believe in if like mm. if i was to be gone tomorrow i'd want to be remembered for what i did today
1: wonderful
0: i would want to be remembered for what i did today too um i would definitely want to be remembered as someone who stood up for what he believed exactly. in exactly but But in terms of exactly how I would want to die, I think uh, in bed at the age of 100, peacefully surrounded by family and friends would be my way. (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, standing up for what you believe in, (laughs) too. Okay, awesome,
1: awesome. All right. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps up the five questions of the Proust questionnaire. And let's do this. We're going to make a little extra. We got a little time over here. Okay. Let's go on a a sixth question. All right. We're going to make a little extra move. Yeah, we're going to make a little extra move. Yeah. And this extra move goes and asks, uh, what is your greatest fear?
2: My greatest spiders fear
1: spiders, huh?
3: Spiders are not, very not scary. I'm
2: not a fan of spiders. Um, if I see them, I just give them that corner of the room. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even yeah. get close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I
0: don't like spiders either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's That's I wouldn't awesome. say I wouldn't say it's my greatest fear. Um, that is a tough. Question: What makes me afraid? Um, I think what what makes me afraid uh, more than anything else is uh, not being able to do what I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, forgetting Forgetting real. I have to forgetting forgetting real. Like um, the 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 notion that one day I could never be involved in film or acting or producing that that terrifies me. I, I need it. You know, Mm -hmm. I need it with my very soul. So that's that's probably my greatest fear that somehow circumstance, which is sometimes out of our control. Sometimes that circumstance will prevent me from doing the thing that I love. But, you know, so far so good. And you just got to keep trying every single day to... So follow your dreams. So
1: it's always courage over fear, huh? That's yeah. that's the challenge. Everything, even if fear, even if you fail too, man, yeah. Just, at least you try. learn from it. Yeah, that's even right. if yeah. you know fear is necessary. We need fear yeah. without fear, we wouldn't it's have a, a boundary, right? We yeah. wouldn't have a direction sometimes either. Mm. Uh, but uh, fear can like it's it helps a lot. It shows you what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, still from the beginning, since when we were, you know, uh, still learning to to walk, you know, fear was there. It's almost like a guard. Yeah. In a way, you know, it's telling you what to do, what not to do. Yeah. And people sometimes confuse fear with anxiety. Don't you think so? I Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's,
0: There's l- a little fine line there. There's yeah. A There's line. a fine line, but fear, like... Nervous energy is still energy. And mm-hmm. that energy yeah, can be used other, yeah. in a positive way. Yeah. It can be channeled into something that's constructive. That's where the art comes in. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you yeah, should have yeah.
1: seen the body language of Rowan right here, man. He just <laughs> let it out. Mm, like so, woo, He just uh, had it there in the pocket, man. He just had to let it <laughs> yeah, out, man. Uh, yeah. That was amazing. Wow. Okay. Okay, we're about to wrap this burrito up. We're about to wrap it up. And uh, to wrap this up, I want to ask you guys if you, if you can give a piece of advice to the community out there. If there is something you wanted to share with, of a personal experience or something you hope to see happen, what's your piece of advice for the filmmakers or artists out there?
0: Mm. Um, Mine will be the, the same as, as last month, as uh, eight months ago as well. But it's uh, it's this to any artists out there who are in film or any medium. Just never ever wait for anyone else to give you permission to work. Take the lead. Yeah. Take the lead. If the work isn't coming to you, go out and make it for yourself. Go Pick up it. that script yeah. or that guitar make or that, that pen. Call. Make that call. Yeah. Just don't wait. Just start creating and uh, learn from your mistakes. We all make them. There will be setbacks, but uh, you are enough. You are worth it. And I think it's a crime that ambition and passion is stifled sometimes Definitely. in this yeah, in this society. So. Go for
2: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I would say uh, a little effort goes a long way, which ties Absolutely. into what you were saying. Just, just do it. Take the chance. Mm-hmm. Take the chance. What's the worst that'll happen? If it, worst comes to worst, give it, give it like six months. Everyone will forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you try again. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Woo. The two of you guys. So it's been an amazing, sparkling episode with Rob ca- calling in as well uh, with the short film fund and the script reading table workshops and uh, the wall-to-wall mural jam. Like, we got so much happening in Vancouver. We're so going to put the links in the description of the podcast so that you guys can check it out. And with this said, I just wish you a beautiful week. We're kicking off the week here on CIDR One Point Nine FM on Room Tone, the radio show. And I wish you all the best with the soundtrack of Oceans 13. Ciao, ciao, everybody.